0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 271 of Optimal Living Advice. I'm Greg Audino, your host. Thanking you for being here today and stopping in. And I think you're going to like today's question, as it will certainly speak to a large number of people, particularly people who might be devout listeners to either this show or any other show in the OLD network. This question is about Productivity and the anxiety that can come with not being productive enough. What does it mean? How do we combat it? All that good stuff. I'm going to let today's asker tell it through her own words, though. So sit back and relax. We're going to get into this Q&A now and optimize your life. I'm just trying to be a productive human being, but it makes me anxious just thinking about everything I want to do, which causes me to procrastinate or to just simply not do anything which then causes more anxiety. On a good note, I'm in a stage of life where everything is great. I'm almost 27, happily single, no kids. I have a fun social life and a good enough paying job that I actually love. But my mind is racing 24-7 with things to do. I want to work out, read, meditate, but I never make a single effort to do so. I don't even answer text messages and emails on time, personally, not work stuff. Again, These are all things that I genuinely want to do, but the productive anxiety gets the best of me. I end up doing other irrelevant tasks that are not a priority. I've tried using planners, calendars, making lists, creating a schedule, but I never follow through with any of them. Okay, Asker, thanks for sending this in. Good question. Good question that I think feels really relevant today, as the desire to be productive seems to have turned into its own epidemic. This appears to be especially true amongst people around our age. And I'm not much older than 27. (laughs) And uh, younger kids as well, of course. But let me ask you this. How would you feel if you knew everyone else was coming up short on things that they wanted to do? What if coming up short was actually advertised as the norm? Or what if we literally had less hours in the day, and the opportunity to be productive was legitimately, objectively restricted? Now, I don't know what your answers would be, but for me, there would be comfort in knowing that everyone was in the same boat and not hiding behind some type of facade, leaving me apt to criticizing myself for not doing more. And I would also want to double down on the important stuff and encourage others to do the same. So again, maybe you'd have a similar response, maybe not. But although each day is limited to 24 hours, I would like to take it upon myself to assure you that there is a lot of truth to the other questions. People are constantly left wishing that they had done more, agonizing over it even, yet not talking about it. This is a very normal part of life for those who are privileged enough to have different sources of self-care-based productivity available to them, like you and I are. This is, you know, it's not made to minimize your situation. That's not what I'm trying to do, because it can be very troubling. But rather to let you know that you're in better company than you think, especially during this phase of your life, which really can't be overstated. You know, you're know you swinging into a time in which it's, it's going to become clearer and clearer that you can't do everything that you once thought of doing, whether due to circumstances in or out of your control, whether it's on a big or small scale. The amount of lives that you've dreamt up for yourself at one time or another are going to have to be waved goodbye to more and more often. And, you know, of course, that's scary. It's new, and your anxiety is trying to protect you from this unfamiliar, seemingly hostile terrain. But this has much less to do with your potential than it does the unavoidable need to choose and make sacrifices for the life that seems uh, most sensible. And until we get comfortable with those sacrifices and see the meaning that comes with them, we can get hung up on the idea of what life does make the most sense for us again. And sense refers to both logical and emotional sense. So that's when we can second guess ourselves, get into trouble, and start judging our anxieties rather than accepting them. But maybe, you know, just maybe, you're already making the most of your time. And your choice to have a strong social life and a job that keeps you busy that has to take away from time for other things. And if you want, you can always make a trade. It seems you're fortunate enough to be in that position. You know, you, you cannot socialize as much and you can work less in exchange for more time to work out and read or meditate. You know, that option is on the table. But if you think everything is great in this stage of your life, as you said, it's possible that you're happier with your choices than you think you are. And that this struggle that you have is more bred from an unrealistic idea of how much time and energy you have, uh, or maybe just an unhealthy view of productivity altogether. And all right, so I've talked a hundred times about how to ease into new habits and how habits are formed. So let's skip all that for now. And instead, think about some questions you can ask yourself to get to the bottom of what's really going on here. Now, first, does something feel off existentially? So, are some of the ways in which you're not staying productive really tied to your values or not? So, for example, um, not working out, which you said, uh, that becomes more of a concern if you have aspirations of becoming a personal trainer and health means a lot to you, rather than if you just want to, you know, passively stay healthy. Um, or maybe productivity itself is the value, and it's not so much about a certain task should this be the problem, what's the narrative for you surrounding productivity or productive people? Do you kind of look down upon others who aren't productive? Uh, Is it possible that you emphasize it so much that the act of staying productive has just become unpleasant? Depending on how you've been conditioned to approach work or adulthood, maybe those around you believe a non-productive life is a life wasted or a life lived irresponsibly. And in reality, this is more to please someone else. So if any of those sound true, um, then I might ask, can we not just take a break from being productive sometimes? Is a time like this maybe a necessary recharge for you and actually good for your productivity in the long term? Um, Is it an invitation to start loving the part of you that needs to relax more than it is a sign that something is wrong with you Uh, or that you lack work ethic, or you're not making the most of the time you've been given. I don't know. That's for you to dig into. Um, But I will say a good way to gain clarity on whether this is just about a general need to stay busy, or whether you actually care about the tasks as much as you think you do, um, is to consider what you really hope to gain from all of those tasks specifically. So to me, when I think about what what you put down there, so you have working out you have reading, and you have meditating. So they're all good forms of self-care, which is wonderful, but they don't necessarily share so much in common outside of that. If they were all really similar, they would probably be pointing towards an unmet need. But in this case, the only string that I see connecting them is that, yeah, they're popular self-care techniques for mind and body. So it feels like it's worth it to think about whether This is about you chasing a need to try to cool down and center yourself, or again, about maintaining an image or an opinion of yourself as a productive person, or maybe something in between. But whatever the case may be, and until you find the answer, know that you're making both a conscious and a subconscious effort to look after yourself right now, and that might not be possible without a degree of anxiety. Has left you with some helpful points to consider. Definitely feel free to follow up on this if you're looking for more or if you're confused about anything. And everyone else, if you have a question you'd like to submit to the show, you know you are more than welcome to do so. You are encouraged to do so. Email me at advice at oldpodcast.com and I will help you out. We can even keep it to email if you're just looking for some quick pointers or maybe don't want it read on the show. Whatever you need. It's time to wrap up though. I thank you as always for being here, everyone. And I will see you all in 272, where your optimal life awaits.